very happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the greatest disaster movie ever made, The Airport of 1970, Ross Hunter production. And this is the Airport Minute. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm your other host, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And once again, we're privileged to have a very special guest, Mr. Goldstone. I, I will I will be uh, Chuck Goldstone during uh, this uh, podcast, and um, I will remain uh, seated, and I will keep my tray. And, right, uh, tray in the upright up, position upright at position. all times. Yes, just uh, when the masks come down, we'll know what's happening. But we are right in the middle of uh, the dire uh, worry about what to do about moving a giant airplane off the snow. And uh, look who's coming down the stepladder, but no, none other than one eleventh of the Rat Pack. Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, Dean, Dean Martin. Martin showing up again, uh, fresh off his conquest of Jacqueline Bissett. And now he's going to tell us all about how to get an airplane out of the snow. Uh, again, like most pilots, he waves his arms around and explains how he's going to jack up the... Uh, the plane and make Mel the man of the year for some reason for uh, getting a plane off the snow. I really here's what I don't I, here's what I don't get. He wants to jack up the plane with jacks all around the airplane. So let me understand this. Lincoln <laughs> Airport has all kind of esoteric plane jacks, but they don't have a plow. <laughs> would, would someone exactly. explain? They don't have enough shovels. How are they going to get plane jacks? Exactly. Yeah, we, we have six yeah. guys digging this plane out of the snow, and they don't look too happy, and they're not working very fast. Um, and uh, what I've also discovered from watching this a couple of times is it's it's not like they have an abundance of runways. Y- you you would think it's it wasn't this runway and the runway that makes noise and gets the neighbors really upset those are the two yeah. those are the two runways we have here well they they yeah, modeled it after heathrow <laughs> you just get out and and that's it it's, <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out how you know like you were saying about the uh, the jacks this is a 200,000 pound airplane so that's 100,000 pounds on each jack and how far do you have to dig in the snow to make sure that the jack has a solid surface to push against? Because as far as I know, if you put the jack on the snow, it would just kind of crush the snow. And it would, you know, I'd... I think you have to actually dig down to bedrock you know, <laughs> to make that actually uh, work. You need a pile driver and you 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 need uh, uh, this is not a plan. This is not a plan that apparently is is going to work. But I my my feeling is from the previous scenes, we we know that there is not a very good relationship between the Burt Lancaster character and the Dean Martin character. Right. No so I think lost. he's going out of his I don't, I think he's kind of going out of his way to mess with Burt. You don't mess with Burt, man. Well, uh, I guess if if you are the plane driver. You, and and apparently he has something on Bert because he's um you know he's he's really kind of screwing with him. Well, um, yeah, I, he's I, he's Bert's brother-in-law, unfortunately. Well, he also he's he's a know-it-all about everything. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a know-it-all about snow removal. We know Why someone have, like that. Yeah, well, we have no minute. Wait a minute. Oh, hold on. <laughs> no, 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 not you, Chuck. Well, no. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't the De- Demarest, if he's the, why doesn't he work for his father? Yeah, exactly. He could go work for uh, for three for, times uh, the amount of money. Yeah, it would be a, a snap. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, he could talk to his sister-in-law and say, "Hey, can you fix me up with your dad? I would love that job." No, but, I can, no, but isn't I, that I, no, it's, that would be? Uh, I, I'm trying to get the relationship here. Is 
Is he uh, Cindy? Cindy is Cindy is the daughter of the rich guy who has the other job. Mm-hmm. So I am lost. There are two. There are two or three things that I don't understand. I don't understand quantum physics, and I don't understand family relationships. Like first okay. cousin once Bert, removed. So okay, Bert, Bert Lancaster's sister is married to Vern. Bert Lancaster. Uh, okay, I thought yeah, that Vern yeah, yeah. was uh, oh, the, yes. the brother of Cindy. No, no, Vern. Okay. Vern is married to Barbara Hale. Oh, he left okay. his car there, uh, and then before heading off to uh, the Jacqueline Bissett uh, crash pad. I, I, you so, know, on some level, this makes sense, but it still makes my head hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very painful movie, and coffee. really, it's better if you don't think about it too hard, like we're doing every yeah, everything yeah, today, Monday through Friday. Like, so, like we're I subjecting this, people. To I love this threat. It's, it's okay. We'll jack up the airplane, and then Bakersfield says. No, it'll slide off and you'll break the airplane. And it's like Pottery Barn. You know, if it if it falls off, you're going to have to pay for it. You'd think they would be able to call the Boeing company. I'm sure the Boeing company has a 24-hour, uh, you know, hotline. You say, look, I've got a plane they, they stuck have, on the run. What's the best way to get rid of it? a snow desk. Forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're in Seattle. I know it snows there. It's just, you know. By the way, a little 707 trivia. There is one last uh, 707 in, uh, in service. Oh, Sasha... Really? Saha Air uh, from Tehran to Kish Island. So wow! Just, well, there you go. Oh. Book, book your book your travel accordingly. The wonders of the internet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, they also have a, an entire fleet still in the uh, U.S. Air Force. Only they're known as KC-135 fuel tankers. Mm. Uh, no seats, but a really big gas tank. You don't want that to, to go. No, well, way. You, no, that. And if you stow away in that, you 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 know you <laughs> yeah. need some kind of You don't wind up in the room with the fireplace. Yeah. Scuba thing, and yeah, no <laughs> fireplace, please. You wind up a sparkler. <laughs> they show you the door, even if you're at thirty-seven thousand feet. <laughs> you have to get off. <laughs> Out. Sorry. Oh dear. So so there we are uh, learning basic physics with uh with dean martin about uh what what to do with the uh what to do with that is the most stylish captain's coat i've ever seen i mean look at the piping on on his lapel it's edith Edith head head, baby Uh, the only thing the only thing that i i i expect based on that costume for him to break into a song you know from from uh, gilbert and sullivan you know, he, I am the very model of a modern major general. Yes. It, is, it turns into a musical. And uh, no, that is, that is one amazing, that is really one uh, uh, amazing, you know, captain suit. Yeah, it looks kind of like, uh, minus the uh, the hat, it looks like the the uh, long coat that the Winkies wore uh, that, that worked for the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz. And it says that floor, it's almost like floor length coat, but it's a uh, fantastic, he really wears it well. I mean, the two of them, Bert, everything that Bert wears and everything that Dean wears, it's just that's not off the rack. That's a... no, no, no. But it, it was like it, I would I would see that as the uh, uniform if your airline was called the the John Philip Sousa Airlines. You know, <laughs> yes, Sousa was, Air. or, or, or if they if they were flown by a New York City doorman. That's what <laughs> yes, it kind of, right. Yeah, but it's yeah, it is a it is a stunning outfit, and uh, really not that. I mean, I don't think it's that dated. It, it nobody nobody today would wear it, but it doesn't look like you could wear that from the '70s back to the '20s, and it still could have been a a reasonable outdoor coat for a man. And that's the um, one. T- that's the one time that I you can actually use the word natty. Yes, yes, that is, it's uh, that is a natty. Yeah, the only the only other time you can use that word is in New York Times crossword puzzles. Yes. When, <laughs> And it normally, uh, it normally says, you know, describe the captain's uniform. Uh, yes. 
But but I, I, what I loved about it was, you know, I still can't get how you can drive a plane like that into a snowbank. And and okay, you know, we, we can deal with the fact that we got to get it out of there. But Dean Martin, whose whose character says, no matter what, I am not taking off on two two. <laughs> okay, go yeah. yeah find okay. another career then. You know, I guess. It just you know, I, this is the only uh, runway open, but I'm not going to take off on it. <laughs> And and if you make me, I'm going to make a lot of noise over the houses, which is the other subplot of, you know, the noise abatement thing. One of many yeah, subplots. Th- I would think that at that point, the FAA would give him a call and say, you know, you weren't supposed you were supposed to use noise abatement and you didn't. And that's not right. Yeah. But, I, but he was saying that, no, if I do that, you'll be blamed and you'll have to pay the bill. And it's like Bert should say, no, I don't think that's the way it works. And then at which point then Dean Martin will say, all right, then what I'm going to do is I'll use noise abatement, but I'm going to dump the toilets over all these houses. <laughs> That's right. Yes. And if you think the shattered, yeah, the shattered uh, China closets or That's something, even, wait until they get the blue ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's just a, a tragedy that they're, they're fighting over snow. This is m- much of this movie is arguments over snow. And although they do manage to make it look dramatic, you know, you're really wrapped up in the whole idea of how are they going to you know, dig that out again? And it's if the thing had been a, an old 88, you wouldn't really <laughs> care that much. But it's just a really it's, big thing stuck in the snow. Isn't there a triple A for planes? Isn't there something that isn't there? Yeah, is there someone to call? I mean, it seems to me that <laughs> there should Joe be Petroni. some. Oh. He's on his way, right? He's on his way. He's at, but and that, and that other weird thing that happened several uh, several m- minutes ago, where Bert told Joe that if he's not out in fifteen minutes, call the highway patrol. Yeah. If it's such an emergency, yeah. why didn't they call the highway patrol that very moment? Get him in here. We need him. This is a national, you know, a state emergency at least. Yeah, and, and uh, but he he was delayed. Uh, first of all, he was delayed because he was having some fun with. His wife on Marie, yeah, the sofa. Yeah. But then um, you you miss this part. It's a very subtle scene where he says, "My boy can eat fifty eggs." <laughs> now, you you miss that scene. That's a very important scene. coming in, boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good old yeah, George. Yeah, Kennedy. I did miss that. I'll have to rewatch it. Yeah, never, it's, yeah. it's 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 uh, you know it's in the it's in the background, but and they're making the eggs in and obviously the fireplace. <laughs> where all kind it's a multi-purpose that is a multi-purpose and the chandelier i also i keep coming back to that room i want to be in that room it has magazines it has some sofas it has sandwiches with why why, why travel why travel just stay no, in the room if, you know it's if, like where, where are you going I'm if going it's end of days point. that's where you want to be <laughs> yes, you've got you've got everything you want right there and uh, except for tea we'll find out we'll we'll talk about tea next week but uh yeah they have every everything you'd want uh in the way of coffee and sandwiches and uh, and there's even playing cards if you notice on the desk, I, so you can get a couple of poker hands going. And... I did not, I did not notice that. Yeah, it, and uh, and for uh, well, I'll, I'll, there's another, there's a large device that we'll be talking about next week. There's there's four of them in the room, so see if you can find them as as we go through. But yeah, we we will talk about that more next week's uh, in in next week's episode. I am bothered by i mean maybe it was the director telling her how to do this but we get back we cut back to that executive lounge and uh, uh mrs livingston is dozing on the couch and, and there's uh entrance of mr coakley mr peter coakley uh coming in saying that they have that that stowaway and uh peter coakley as, is the lackey toady correct yeah he is <laughs> okay. toady, yes. if, if you watch uh if you watch 30 rock he's the kenneth of the uh of the entourage here 
uh, or he would be Ebb from uh, Green Acres. He, that's where he's at. He's just kind of the, uh, oh dear, it's it's another Peter. Co- this is another Peter Coakley situation. Yeah, it's so. it's. Uh, I have to leave here. I can only stay for a minute because I have to become uh, one of Fred McMurray's sons on My Three Sons. Yes, that I, kind I of have thing. to leave now to become Chip <laughs> or Robbie or what? Like Fred's yeah. on the phone right now. He does have perfect hair though. He did that, oh, that yeah. hair. Uh, that's that's two cans of Aquanet right there. Yep. He could go out in the snow and you wouldn't have to worry about any, any of the, a piece going out of place. Um, I, but I was bothered by uh, the way Gene Seberg had uh, sold that image of where she starts uh, she starts rolling her eyes as uh, as Helen Hayes makes her her reveal. It just that really well, I, it was more than rolling her eyes. It was like a Tex Avery cartoon where her yeah pop out of her head and you hear this boingy sound. Yeah, what? Yeah, it was just. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, a little tiny bit of overacting. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that uh, George leaned forward off of the director's chair and said, "Gene, could you sell it a little harder? Just a little bit harder. Sell it, sell it even more. Bigger, bigger eyes, bigger eyes. You know, open your mouth. There we go. Perfect. Oh, oh. Okay, and then he said, "No, no. Okay, pretend she's a giant squid. <laughs> <laughs> Act as if the stowaway." Is a squid in a little fur coat and a hat. <laughs> We're gonna and, need a big that, executive. Then, then yeah. that is the perfect sort of. Yes. I. It, it, you know, it's if you could create what was known as the spit take with an eye. That's what yes. it would be. Exactly. Exactly. Although I would watch a movie with a squid stowaway. Oh my <laughs> god, that could have gotten me out. That would have been best picture. They would have beaten Patton that year, hands down. Ah, uh, wow. But we've. Uh, We've actually gotten to the end of this particular minute, so it went by so fast. It was, yeah, and it was well, it was action packed. There was snow shoveling, and there was step ladders, and there was uh, people opening doors, and and wide eyed uh, disillusionment or, or astonishment. But we'll have to talk about the rest of this and, you, and more executive lounge. Well, you action. do you do realize though that all the sophisticated hardware you could buy at an Ace Hardware store. It was a ladder. It was six shovels. <laughs> That's all they're dealing with at this airport. That was somebody a custom ladder. ladder. That was one sweet ladder. So, somebody has to pay that firewood bill. You know, it's just, true. <laughs> there's only so much for the budget. Imagine where the wood desk must be. I mean, we have the, <laughs> the snow desk. There must be a wood desk. Uh, get get up to Delta. Their, their fireplace is getting a little bit uh, smoky. So uh, anyway, we, we will pick all this up tomorrow, Thursday, and continue on with more executive lounge action and uh, lots more exposition. And uh, we'll, we'll delve more into this uh, strange little woman with the uh, pom-pom on her head. While you are uh, watching this movie and thinking about stuff, and if you would like to leave comments with us, uh, we have many different social media that you can drop off a line. On our Facebook page, you can join us at Airport Minute. And at Twitter, you can tweet to us at Airport Minute. If you go to our giant website, airportminute.com, we've got Facebook comments at the bottom of every single episode. Uh, also, if you'd like to have this particular podcast delivered to you Monday through Friday and never miss a moment on your mobile devices, you can uh, join us at iTunes, search for Airport Minute, and please leave us a great uh, review so that we can entice more people to join us in discussing snow shoveling and, uh, and sandwiches and, and coffee. And you can also reach us on the white courtesy telephone. Yes, yes, just pay just twice because, you know, but only just, if you're... Yeah, because Mel's going to answer the first time. <laughs> yes. Joe, Harry, no, Mark, it's Jim. <laughs> I don't know. Chuck, are you? Yeah. So eventually, just keep trying. We'll find you. Uh, but join us tomorrow. And we can talk about this some more. Uh, in the meantime, good day. Bye-bye. Thanks. Nice going, sweetheart. 
Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.